when I was at school now, I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do traveling. Yeah. A lot of my boys are like, I can't wait to leave school, go travel. I was like, I'm never, ever living out of suit. I was the same. I was the same being everywhere. It is mental doing this. You've, You've been everywhere. I've been to so many places. Right. I'm so grateful. Yeah. What was it at school that made you didn't want to travel? Just went into the idea of living out of suitcase, really. Really? <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't the fact of going to different places. It was just... No, it's just, I've, I've very like, Yeah, my comfort's definitely like a nice shower, a nice bed and that and... And I hope so. I'll do a holiday, but I was never like, oh, I don't want to go to there for like three months and there and there. And yeah. Not a back I'm not really overly interested in different cultures that much. I weren't right. really. Well, then the more I got into the bodybuilding and stuff, and the more we started doing traveling, and I respected our cultures more and more, the more yeah. I learned about them. Usually you get people in the UK, like you'd be in a queue now, and people would be moaning that. And then you go to somewhere like India, and they're so populated, can't really moan because yeah. it's the way it is. Whereas in your queue in the UK. Yeah. Oh, so close to me, or there. Yeah, right. it's like travel the world, mate. It's yeah. totally different. Well, that's interesting. It's like from a young age, you know, with those with those things. I've I'm I'm with you completely. Agree, but with those things at young age, you kind of first of all you're young, and secondly, you've got to, you kind of got to almost you'd have to go and experience it and go. No, I don't like that. So how how did yeah. you? What was in your mindset to think right? That's not something I even want to do. We'll get into because I know I know that. Living out of suitcases is not good, all that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how did you know it without, it was without actually doing it? Our things are, it's just that whenever we've been on holiday as families, it was always like, you your hotel, right? Yeah, yeah. comfort. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a little bit OCD at home and that as well. Yeah, I'm quite, things are regimented and things are in place. and Yeah. Which kind of led on to the body, but not being regimented. Yeah. And structure, which is nice. But um, but yeah, even I have traveled the world, I've still been in comfort. India, India must have been interesting because like, you, what were you there for, an actual show? Uh, expos, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so a lot of the bodybuilding stuff, they set up big expos where they're bringing athletes from around the world to so oh. meet and greet people and everything. And... and that was your first trip away somewhere? Because of all the places that you'd have to go to, India, I'd say, is like one of the most... You wouldn't expect. It's just like you either get the, the completely rich or the very poor. And the there's... Not, the, yeah, the, the divide is, is mental. And so that must have been like a, a massive culture shock. The, the first time we went, they took us there. And they put us in this like this seven star hotel and it was wow. they treat you like gods. It was ridiculous. Where where in India is this? Uh Mumbai. Right. Like we've been to like every city there. We'd had another time and I hated it. Because we was getting on these little planes, we was doing one gig, getting on little planes, oh, right. held together with duct tape, going over to another one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But then like the other times have been a bit amazing, but like you'd walk out of the hotel, you'd go from being in this pure luxury, weighed on hand and foot, mm-hmm. you'd walk out of the hotel, cross the street on the curb. They're drinking out puddles and that, and, yeah. and they're begging, and it's it's a totally different divide. There's something really interesting about that. With the with I I, I don't want to say the world in general, but I've been, I've been to a few places like that, and it kind of it's almost a little bit surreal. I've been I've been yeah. I've been in a really nice hotel in Turkey where you actually don't need to leave because it's so big, and and obviously you know they keep you there, you're spending money, but the moment you go, the moment I went out and I saw I had the things I saw were just really really horrible. I saw like a baby in a bin. Just sitting there, I saw like a guy, you know, pushing himself on the floor with like no arms or legs on a little trolley, like just crazy. We stuff. got told that in India, a lot of the kids do that. So we got told by a few Indians, it's a thing they do. Yeah, yeah. so they yeah. can get money. Yeah, they get money, and and they're making a fair few bob. Do you know what I mean? Like in a day, but it's the, the struggle's real. You can see, like oh, yeah, you know, yeah. like every time I remember when I went uh, as a sixteen-year-old seeing family out there uh, in north part of India, and. We're up to at the traffic lights, and there would just be beggars. You know, you get kids that are just you know, 
no arms, no legs, and it's just so bad. Yeah, it's not the slums. I have, yeah. It's his. I took us world tour, and we wanted to do it. Mm. We were the Swedish fight music group. Yeah, mate, it's just flown over. We got on a flight. That. <laughs> that's how. That's where I came from. The greatest, the greatest dress like. The year and then. Here was we had it. We was out there one year. I think it was with um. I think it was Flex Flex Wheeler was with. He wanted to go. Nice. Right, okay. We was all right. All the people who want to go and experience. It was like we're over it. We'll go. We'll all go. Yeah. But it is so surreal walking through there, isn't it? Right. Walking through and. The smell hits you first. Oh yeah, it's manure to to sewage. Like there's like eighty percent of what goes through there is all recycled. It's madness. Yeah, like you got them like stripping up cardboard boxes and that. That's recycled. That's recycled. Mm-hmm. Their recycling generation is unreal. Yeah, and like we're walking through, <clears throat> and I kid you not, it is it is filthy. It's horrible. And it's a shame to see, but it's nice an eye opener to experience it. Yeah, got around the corner and there was a shop like in the middle of like Chelsea, like what you see in Chelsea, a leather yeah. shop. Then we was like. It's in a mental yeah, aircon and everything. It's it's like it's like it shouldn't even exist. And then, like I said, it's like a surreal moment of of stepping outside. And I and I think it's really important to actually do it because you re, you know it makes you appreciate life. It makes you appreciate what you've got. Also, you know, most of those people are nice. You know, it's nice to interact with new people and it's new cultures. I find that everywhere I've been, people who have got less are actually more genuine, yeah, more curt, and have got more time for you. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. where you get a lot of I'm from Essex, so it's pretentious as hell. Yeah. yeah, and most of them fuckers ain't got nothing anyway. We were talking about this before. It's, it's just like portraying an image that you're not really like that in your in your real life, but you want to hide that side of you. Whole idea. I mean, I'm I'm so glad that you did you didn't sort of stick with what you thought when you were a kid because the whole the whole the whole thing about traveling and going to these different places and experiencing good and and not good and bad, but experiencing different cultures, different people. It's so it's actually really intellectual for your brain like it, it really really yeah, it's, it's knowledge. helps you learn things it's knowledge and that yeah you're... i think what you find as well is now people are so tuned into social media and now listen to what other people say about places that's it that's it they go all oh, right yeah i agree with you mm. you've been no but i saw such and such a going mm. and said this and now you got to experience it you got to take take it in yourself and yeah yes that's, that's I, I completely agree you mentioned the um the ocd thing that's do you know what? I, I want to talk about that because I have a bit of OCD as well. And I think yeah, I'm not too. speaking to everyone here, but the stereotypical view of a man like yourself, yeah. got, your, <laughs> got your shit together, you look good, to have like OCD traits. Um, you kind of, you know, the normal person would associate that with, with women or with like a, another type of, another, yeah, yeah, yeah. another type of male. And I was sat down with a friend of mine I've seen for ages since school. And we just sat down and we were like two little girls talking because like, I've got so many OCD things. I'm just, I've got, I do this, I do this, I do this. And I said to him, I said, you know, you, you just, you're just driving yourself crazy. But I, I have some OCD traits as well. Certain things have to be in order. Notes and I have notes on my phone and notes in a diary and all this kind of stuff. What, what do you have? Like, like co- coins kill me. Like coins are going to be head up all the time. Oh, really? Coins and stuff. And yeah. they go in shape and size as well. Oh yeah. I, I do the shape. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I go up in size. So I do that with, um, I, I luckily don't carry cash but if i have any cash i do that with cash it has to be yeah. the, the faces has to be yeah and i'll spend ages doing it just to then spend it yeah. which just makes no sense and-
as time went on, I was like, you should compete. And I was, How old were you that now then? You was... I was uh, in my 20s. Right, okay. Like, and I was like, you should compete. But I'm like, no, no, no. Made Jamie at the time work for Men's Health Magazine. Oh, okay. And he was like, we've got a competition coming up for a front cover model. You should do it. And all the boys in the gym were like, you're too big. And I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> right. Lo and behold, did it. He was televised. And I think it was Kirk Miller who beat me. Right. And the guys all said to me, that was like, you, you're a bit too big. Like, you're looking for like the more average achievable physique. Don't want to wear the thong. I don't want to tan. Don't want to wax. I was like, put you in it. It's, this is the day you're going to do it. They kind of fretted me, guided me. Wow. So they kind of just literally pushed yeah, you into, right, into right. a choice, man. Wow. And um, so I did this show. I was doing bodybuilding poses at a fitness show. Totally the wrong posing. Totally the wrong shorts. <laughs> Didn't have a spray tan. I thought, I'll have a sunburn. I'll be, I'll be rounding up. It's yeah. fine. So I'd have white on stage and I'd play second. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. I'd play second. And um, as the day went on, I was like, I'm really enjoying this. I'm really excited. I did another category. Yeah. Placed fifth in, fifth in that one. And I was like, I'm really enjoying it, blah, blah. And uh, there was a guy come up to me at the end, all like tweed suit and everything. And he's like, photographer, I would love to shoot you. Like, you've got a really pleased physique. Like, you really portray yourself well, blah, blah. I mean, no disrespect, like, I've been told what it's like in the industry. It's a bit seedy. It's a bit weird. And there's only one guy I'd ever shoot with. Like, I love his work. And that's Giles Crofter. I mean, okay, like, I respect that. There's my card. If you change your mind, walking off, turn the card over, Giles Crofter. No way. I was like, why not? Come here, come here. <laughs> so, um, that's a great still, story. Yeah, that's a great relationship with him. Still really with him now. Like, a lot of his, all of my front cover, part one, was all his images. That's so you, you must have been doing something right because if you're not tanned up, you you weren't sort of in that sort of skin tone complexion that you know you see that state. So you had all the muscles. I look back at the pictures and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. I love the fact you built you built up because everyone thinks I, I did this when I first started the film industry. I was trying to I was trying to email like you know the executive of Warner Brothers or this and that, and everyone thinks you need to go to the top, but straight away in terms of that. But I love the way that you're kind of. You know, you put yourself, you, you you put yourself in a gym, which is another really weird experience to have. And Eddie Hall said this, that like being in a gym with a group of men who are nice, but you're competing. That's a, that's a wonderful thing. That's a, that's a really wonderful thing to have. Yeah, Cause it's healthy competition. I think that's, that, that's kind of lost a bit now. I notice when I'm in, I'm in the gyms I'm in and I see like youngsters train, I go, look boys, do it this way, do it that way. And they take it as a kind of yeah, they insult. Just... And I'm like, okay, no worries. That's my picture of it. <laughs> no you're right there is there is something different about that and, and even even if you look back and you see you know the classic arnold's and all them training at that time they're all like they all look like they're friends and they're having fun and obviously oh, yeah. you've got to go into competition mode and, stuff like and we, we have this a bit as well like that's what it was like back in the day like you're pushing each other and pushing because you want a good competition on stage yeah right? you want to be the best out of the best mm -hmm. like you really want to and you will kill each other in the gym I think nowadays feel one a bit more of an easier run. Yeah, it's just t-shirt muscles, don't they? And it's, it's like as the years went on when I was competing, it got very clicky. As in, like if you're in that federation or you're sponsored by them, oh, I can't train with you, mate. I can't, I can't put a pin drop, mate, because my federation won't like it. Too many politics involved. Yeah, so yeah, did good. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of that kind of changed things a bit for people. Then they've become quite selfish. Yeah, I was gonna say, what else has changed? Is it is it is it something to do with like the way we're moving as well with social media and different things like that like being self-centered and that kind of thing like what where's that kind of I call it like a brotherhood maybe where's that where's that why why is that changed and where's that gone oh, that's 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 definitely tied out everyone's become really obviously bodybuilding is selfish you've got to be quite selfish in a way but i think what it is now is with social media it's helped and it hasn't but you could take a picture and look incredible 
And then you see that person in the gym and you go, you turn to the side, you're going to fall for that crack, mate. So they don't want to be seen next to someone who's equally better mm -hmm. or better. Yeah. Because then it will devalue them on their side, okay. on their page. And yeah. I do feel like the, the new generation or this generation now just see people that have already accomplished this amazing physique, right? But they don't realize what is what they've had to go through to get to that physique. So they think, okay, I'll do a little bit just to see if I can get just as close enough to, just, to just yes it. but they don't realize it takes hard graph it takes discipline it's it takes technique and that that extra fight and uh, you know so I just think yeah people just want don't have the patience and they want it now and that I think that's, that's, that's a massive thing it's that quick fix it you, yeah there's that one percent of people Lee, Lee Priest I love Lee Priest it's, yeah and his mindset is the stuff he says and he still says today I was lucky enough to meet him once in uh in we Germany, we was out on Germany, nice. and uh him and him and um Flex were training in this gym. Turned around, I was like, "Mate, you got to introduce me to him." He's like, yeah, yeah chains him now. Anyway, he doesn't compete no more. Right. Very outspoken in the industry, so they kind of kicked him out of competing. Fucking arms on him. <laughs> I would just stare at them. They 22s. They're massive. Yeah. For someone who doesn't do it no more, I'm just like, wow. Oh. Chain to him. He is great down to a T. Just went away the mindset of the youth and that is like, yeah. That one percent of people that are willing to take that next level to actually put all the work in and focus is so small. That's amazing. Everyone gets to a point they go, "That's enough." He's pushed. I've only got to do forty-five minutes in the gym. Whereas you look at about the eighties and nineties. Oh, they were in there two hours, two three hours. Hit it. Yeah. Some of them boys are hitting the same movement twice a day. Yeah. Doing chest in the morning, doing chest in the evening. Yeah. We um, it's it's so weird because I've been doing quite a bit of research on on this and how like you know the attention span of where we're going because of social media and different things. And you know, yeah, the, there's, 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 there's two sides to it. There's the side that, well, first of all, you've got two parts of your brain. There's like a, you know, a creative side and a, and a, and a sort of habit side and the habit side dominates it. And people don't realize that to do something new, like the gym or to achieve something, you know, 10,000 hour, hour rule, you've got to do something for 10,000 hours to be good at it. Yeah. And that's, and no one, no one really, it's hard to realize that. And even you, even even your gym, you look at like when people, the gym is the best example because people want to go back to the gym in January and they do this and that. You've got to be in the gym for six months. In your brain, scientifically, you have to be in the gym for six months. Fully zoned in, fully. Yeah, to even tell your brain and change the pattern in your brain that actually this is becoming a habit now. This is not a exam that you're learning for that you forget the next week. And, it's and people don't get to that stage. People do, I get people draw off all the time. Yeah, three weeks in. Nothing's changing. Nothing's working. Yeah, look at the stitch every you start to now. Yeah. Now double that and yeah. then double that again. Yeah, it's growth. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't wake up one morning and go, "I'm a musician." <laughs> and obviously, we're you know the I feel, I feel quite sorry for the youth these days in that sense because they're growing up where it's flick, 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 flick. Everything's one second, one second. So their mind is kind of altered to wait to the way we were because now they're just now they're just thinking, "Oh well." If I can see this video and I can see that those results in 15 seconds, then it should only take me a couple of days. Well, actually, no, it st still took two years or whatever. But on the flip side, if there's any if there's any youth now which are able to do that, they're going to be way ahead of everyone else. Because imagine imagine if you're 17, 18, and you're just like ignoring the social media and you're just like you're you're grinding away like like people used to do yeah and he, I only got social media in that because the boys said off yeah they was like you should get Facebook and I'll take pictures of each other you should do Instagram yeah I am terrible with computers <laughs> I hate technology I hate all that yeah 
And that's the only reason I got it because the boys were like, you got to start taking pictures now. Yeah. Look at my first ever like uh, tweet or Instagram thing. And it's shocking. It's just like, it's just a quote I've put up. But it's so it's important, amazing, you know? I kind of come into it an Instagram side as well. Right. So I kind of, I'm, that's what we were saying earlier. Right. Like, I'm that era where Instagram just started. It was new. So I was still really focused on what I was actually doing and just putting on a little picture. I'm not realizing you can monetize from it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you've got a new generation now. <laughs> it's solely, it's boom, social media. You were, you were, if you started Instagram at the right time, then you would have been the perfect sort of candidate because obviously, you know, uh, when Instagram first started, it was people taking pictures. Of it was that was the guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. You were, you were, you were the guinea pig, exactly. Or it's, you know, women in bikinis and stuff. So that would have been great. I mean, you've got like, what, 1.6 million followers or something crazy? I mean, it's just, it's mental. We've, you, you know, just... rode the wave at the right time. Yeah, I think that's what I was saying. Like, a lot of guys, when we first started, we did it. We've all come up for the industry together. Yeah. You know, we had boys giving front covers back then. And that was a big thing back then. That was a huge achievement to get yeah. a magazine front cover. That's, yeah. A lot of us were working for that. Right. You don't get that, man. Yeah. You don't get to travel the world. Like, we traveled the world, went to India and that. Yeah. We're actually meeting us, pictures with us, wanting to talk gross. It's harder for a man as well to get on the front cover of, of a magazine because, you see, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's not much. It's all, it's all social. Yeah, it's all social. And there's there's women that are just, you know, people are drawn to because, you know, whether it's fashion, culture, you, you know, whatever it whatever it may be but for, for a man to get onto a magazine it's it's quite difficult and and to be personified as you know that kind of greek god type of worthy to be and worth, worthy of a front cover yeah because everyone <laughs> is then going to aspire to be that and then you're epitomizing the, the the man of today do you know what i mean that's that's, that's changed massively as well isn't it like yeah yeah they, they kind of without going down that route is demasculizing stuff as well and defeminizing stuff to a sense where you know, your front cover models, if you look at them from when I was doing it to the guys now, yeah, there's a huge divide. Yeah, change it. Massive. Well, it would make sense, Jay, to put a man on Men's Health magazine, just so you know. No, I, no, I know that, of course. Of course. Just just so you know. Yeah, of course. But I'm saying, I'm giving the uh, comparison. Tom was tapping me. Like, how it was, easy. It was for women. I'm giving the comparison of how easy. Yeah. I'm giving the comparison of how easy it was for women to get, yeah. you know, into into modeling and, and, and be a, a certain, you know, image that, you know, younger girls wanted to be like. And it was harder for men to. to it very is. It's, it's, it's so much different for women. Definitely so, is. I, I follow, you know, like we were saying before, I follow Mike Thurston and uh, Brandon Harding, and and uh, these guys have this image that are like makes you inspired to go into the gym and yeah. and keep working at it because you know, like that's that's you, you keep doing. Used to buy magazines where, where I used to train. Um, my prep coach Eddie Abu used to compete, compete at Limbrenner Vink. Got a stack of magazines up to here, and all the front, all the old school front covers. Wow, loved them. Absolutely loved him. And that's why I used to buy magazines. I'd see who's on the front of it. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm buying that for that reason. Yeah. See how he trains. Like, I'd aspire to look like that and be like that. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, I think nowadays, it's just a bit easy, isn't it? It's so, uh, what what baffles me, and uh, me and James have spoke about this a couple of times, like, you see all these, like, health, you know, politicians or scientists or whatever, and it's like, mm. I, I think we're where we will eventually head is like you will be you know someone like yourself will be like hey guys look this is what you need to do look at the fucking shape i'm in okay i eat like this i train like this da 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 okay if you don't want to be like me and you want to be a bit smaller or you just want to pull 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 muscle in like there's there's one thing seeing you do it yeah. but remember people are seeing hard work and not everyone knows how to do hard work 
there's another thing with with like more of like an educational thing where you're sitting there going or someone's sitting there going right guys this is the science of like this is how your brain works this is the macros you need you need this amount of protein if you want to just build muscle or this and that i've just joined with an amazing company um called prep kitchen shower prep kitchen um you know it's the same company that eddie hall uses and and the macros they use and everything are really all right. Oh, you're the same company. Look at that. Amazing. I, was, I thought he was about to drop late in and I was uh, waiting for it. Oh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> well, there we go. So we're in the same, so, yeah, we're speaking the same language. Amazing. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm just retraining. But what I'm saying is like, there's so much science and educational to actually change your body, become healthier, you know, analyze and understand. And at the moment, people can just see you and go, think what the issue is now is, there is a lot of science, but I mean, there's too much science for some people try and push on people. Like when I first started, okay, like the guys I started with, old school bodybuilders, these are the meals you want to eat. This is how you want to train. Mm-hmm. It's calories in versus calories out. And I love simplicity. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Whereas I look at a lot, a lot of my friends who are prep coaches as well and stuff. And I look at the way they break stuff down and I'm like, that's even too much for me. Overthinking. Okay. Like, literally it's, it's just over the top. They want your bloods. They want your poo samples. They want your sleep path. Right. You gotta go get one of their rings. I want to check you on that. I want to check in every day. And you're saying actually get just get in the gym and fucking work. For <laughs> someone who's just starting out, like yeah. someone put a piece of paper like that. This is everything you gotta do. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Turn away. Exactly. That's Even, a even. It's just going. The big boy pros that look at that and go, well, I don't need to do that, 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 or that. I just have to do that, or that. Yeah. It's just going back to basics. So I, I quite like the, uh, the classic physique. You know, it's just very simple. You just yeah, it's basic work, and, and it's just just, just keep grinding. Because older physiques, like even the nineties, like the late nineties, yeah, you Jay Cutler and yeah, oh, he's amazing. That's a, it's a really good point, and I've, I've I've triggered something with the film industry when 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 someone wants to, if someone wants to sit down and learn loads of Jay wanted to do it when he first started the film industry, he wanted to like oh I need to learn this, I need to learn that, and I said look just throw yourself into it. Yeah. You're going to be working on a film, you'll pick them up as you go along. So that's a really good point actually. I didn't think about that. I think that. What, what I would say on that is we, we've got to kind of stop listening to, you know, the, the health politicians who are not in shape. I mean, the trouble is... And not, you know, if, if Boris Johnson could come out yeah, and say... gurus. Yes, just everyone, like... Everyone's a guru. You should be eating it. Yeah, yeah. it's like... Boris. Yeah. To you. Yeah, to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's because I think, you know, generally, would you would you agree that people want to be more healthier or more... See... Uh, you got you 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 got to tread water a little bit, and you got to be careful what you're saying that because there's vegan. I so now this is so good. I eat bricks for a living. Brilliant. <laughs> but uh, obviously, not being funny. If you if if you think you're going to go through life and never be offended by someone's opinion, then you're an idiot anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so this is my opinion and my views. I'm not. I don't reckon if you're obese and overweight, and I mean seriously obese and overweight, you're not happy. I guarantee it. Like saying. Yeah. It's not. I went up to 110 kg. I wasn't comfortable. Yeah, I can't. Um, I was out of breath. I was sore. My hands were jaffed. Yeah, yeah. There's hurdles. That, you yeah. know, that's not fair. You know what I mean? And from my height and my weight, yeah, I would be obese. Like you look at the scales, oh, Tom's obese. Yeah, because of my height and weight, I am. And it limits you to what you can do in everyday life. Do you know, like you said, just going on the stairs or, you, you know, like going to a theme park with your family and your kids and that. So you can't come on. One of your kids can, the other one can't. But. Is we had, can't be nice, man. It's not a nice feeling. We had a guest on recently, oh, not recently, uh, last year, uh, called Ricky, and uh, he would always talk about movement is medicine, and it's just doing the little things, you know. Even if you, 
you can't move much or you you're sort of limited to your size or as long as you're doing something. as long as you're doing something just getting out taking a walk you know doing that a bit every day just to sort of have that consistency to allow your body to to kind of change i'm in that position. i'm in that sense where we weren't humans weren't designed just to sit and do nothing can't we? exactly no yeah yeah i'm almost like that's hence all like the greek toes and stuff yeah. And yeah. like the image of god and that that's my image of god like everyone's image of god is different in that yeah if you could give like the the average normal person then like one piece of advice i, I completely agree there's i say this to my my mum all the time if any if you know no one that's working out or you know moving around or going to the gym they're just they they they're very very unlikely to be you know they they're going to be happy yeah hey what what bit of advice to like the normal person that's like it's, it's always know, i've always been told like my granddad is like is always like the less you do the less you want to do Simps to stay active. The less you do, the less you want to do. Someone goes, let's go and do this. Right. Fucking yeah. Fucking help are you? So the less you do, the less you want to do. Right. And then that'll then drag onto a week. And then you get into this run and this circle of just consistently wanting to do nothing. Yeah. And then your friends don't want to call you no more. Don't want to do anything no more. You don't want to go out. Yeah. And then before you know it, mum's down the line. You're putting all this weight. You're sitting there. You're not really active. Yeah. You can't get out of that mindset. Right. Yes. So how do they get out of the mindset? It's a vicious circle. <laughs> we have to be around people we we should be around people yeah and that and how's kind of stopping it your social media is not sociable yeah we went to um hand similar a little while ago me and the missus oh did you wow incredible a live show we, yeah yeah we're sitting there we're watching it and you just say please phones up oh yeah watch that take it how do you how do you balance the social life then because obviously you know you've got you know <laughs> 1.6 million followers how how do you do you do you choose when to engage interact do you switch off you know how do you how do you how do you, how do you put it into your used to be schedule? really on it like i i did get to that point where i'm checking it with simon looking at that people right. would say stuff and it triggered me a little bit okay you'll be like fuck off can i back yeah i come from a rugby back and i'm a builder i'm a i'm a roofer from essex like just because i've got that on social media i've done that i've got his sponsor doesn't mean i'm not going to give it back so like yeah please and i would say stuff a bit yeah please. there's loads of people there it's gonna be a riot <laughs> tom you pussy <laughs> and you're like, but like it got to a stage where like, i was having full-on arguments with someone i'm never gonna meet yeah and like the missus is like what are you doing i'm like nah we, we were talking about this before where it's it's nice that you have a you know the gym was your side hustle that that being in competition with your size yeah it's having a job outside that's your bread and butter uh and that kind of makes you who you are do you know what i mean yeah. and, and it's it's good to have other revenues of income that's cousin really i think people are embarrassed nowadays to show what they've really got and that's why i said to you like a job is a job a car is a car and a house is a house yeah it don't really matter because people don't really care yeah they exactly. like any like you can go from like how many times you've gone through and you've gone that's a nice car you go for again, you've totally forgot already that car when that person was stood next to because yeah. you're looking at someone else already. Yeah. I don't really care what you've got. Yeah. I don't really. No, they, they're more interested about what they've got and what people think of them. That's so true. We've said so that before just, that uh, we, we all think everyone cares so much about it. Um, he's he's one example. Yeah, I'm stitching you up. You <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't, wanna, I don't want this to go out. I don't want that to go out. Maybe I shouldn't say this or maybe I should say that. I'm like, first of all, no one's watching you. And secondly, the majority of people don't actually care. They're not going to look at it and go, oh my God. It's like that thing you walk in, you walk into a pub and you think everyone's watching you or looking at you. No one gives a shit. No, I said, yeah. It's kind of like that. And that's moving further, you know, stretching further because of social media, I think. I mean, there's a flip side to that. At the same time, if you're using social media and you are posting stuff, 
and you are engaging, you kind of, that's the whole point, right? To engage and interact. And obviously, I suppose it's nice when people are saying good stuff. Yes, you can have that odd opinion. I've done it, I've done it twice in my life. I've had two, two instances like that and I'd never do it again because it's just like, I just wasted time. It wasn't even, it wasn't even, that's exactly what it is now. Yeah. Wasting time. Because then I'm like someone, and, and, and I've had this conversation before where it actually turns out a lot of the time they get as weird as it is. They get a kick out of it. Yeah. In a sexual way as well. Yep. And you're super like, and then when you when you get told, Way top. I'm like, very good, yeah, boy. These are getting turned on because I'm having a go. I'm like, that. and uh, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know what I mean? It, yeah. There's so many, not weird people, but there's a lot of different people out there nowadays. Yes. And like, you know, yeah. you might like doing that, you might like doing this, whatever. You've probably got some of these stories, but a couple of friends of mine who are quite high profile have sent me, like, Matt, look what I've just been sent. And, mate, it's the most bizarre stuff people offering money for for weird weird stuff it's and it's like that people take them up on that yeah it's 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 uh <laughs> the fitness industry right there, there's another side to it it is it's mental yeah when you start mentioning certain names right in the back of my head i'm like i've got to talk about that person i've got to talk about that person and it's the more you get into it that's why i said like at the very beginning when i first met giles i was like look i know it's a cd industry with certain photographers i didn't want to shoot this one guy happened to be giles which is wicked yeah, as as the years went on, get sent different messages, and then I'd I'd approach Giles and I go, look, this photographer's, and he's like, let me just show you some of his private work, you know that. <laughs> yeah, there's no way I'm doing that in a hotel with you. <laughs> yeah, so I, and it's wow. and then I will see some of the people, and I'm like, I was like, didn't with that guy the other night. I competed against that guy, and I'm like, wouldn't you? Have you seen that uh, Liam? What's the guy from uh, Oasis, Liam Gallagher? Have you seen him talk about um, like why he's on social media and Twitter? Mate, it's hilarious. He's on like Graham Norton or something. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you've just been kicked off Twitter again or you've, you've had an argument. He said, yeah, yeah, mate, I'm just fucking, it's good, isn't it? He said, I'm just winding people up. He's just, he's just, he's got it just to wind yeah. people up. Yeah. The most liked tweet ever was Elon Musk saying, um, uh, Coca-Cola, if, if I'm, if I'm going to do, I think it was like, if I'm going to do this, Coca-Cola should put the cocaine back into, um, uh, yeah, cocaine should go, go <laughs> Coca-Cola should put cocaine back in the, in, yeah. in the drink. And that's been the, that's the most liked tweet ever. So it's like, there is a, um, there is a fun side to that. And I think it's a bit, um, but it's a, it's weird because you do get people who just want to engage for the sake of it. And you don't know, they might be trying to argue with it, And then they're in the back, oh, I'm speaking to Tom College. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. I used to meet, I used to meet everyone, like anyone that said they wanted to put money into a film, any investor, I'd meet you, I'd meet you at 11 o'clock in a hotel. I'd meet you, you know, 1 PM here, whatever in London. And I clicked on, I thought, God, this person actually doesn't want to invest they, they just they just see the sexy side of the industry and they want to meet and they want to just find out they wanted to meet me or find out about the industry and it's like you've got, I've got to be clever with that because they're never going to invest while they're doing this sitting down and saying oh Matt yo, what's it like working with this person or or how the filming's so exciting it's like yeah but that's not you yeah, yeah, yeah that's not what so why we're here so it's really um it's really interesting so what are you like now then do you because obviously social media is and I'm I'm slowly building and growing mine, so I'm I'm kind of at the sort of still still the sort of beginning of it. But um, in terms of it is you know it can be incredibly useful, especially with partnerships and making money and things like this podcast. I, I really like the idea of putting out stuff that you know is not someone could go on tonight and watch a BBC documentary right on a someone talking about health, or they could watch a slice of you now saying do this, do that, and it's like I don't, I, I different form. I don't really watch Teddy. No, I don't really don't watch news. Don't watch. I film on, or I watch podcasts. Yeah, because it's real people. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not limited to what you can say. You're not like right. 
we were the BBC, so we can't mention this, this and this. Well, look what we're doing. Well, you're with that, so you can't say this. And you just go, you know, look what we're doing. We're, we're breaking the mold of corporate, structured, scheduled broadcasting that's been existing for like 50, 60 years. So, you know, the news starts, they go, right, okay, so you're talking about this, this and this, and you've got 15 minutes. Got an earpiece in, move them on. With this, it's, well, wait there. That's, that, I've just got my opinion. Um, and my opinion or my, you know, advice on this particular topic Take it as you, as you, as yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Andrew Tate, how he's um, saying things controversially just to get uh, a reaction out of people. And, you know, we're, we're limited. We're Jake doing, loves Andrew Tate. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I've noticed. So, well, there's a huge divide of that as well. I know. I like what he You look a bit like me, but that's what he looked like when he came back. <laughs> <laughs> you do a good thing. You do a good I like the that all these people that are coming forward and there's such a divide. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's night and day. It's like you're so polarized. Yeah, it's really, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, like, it really is. For someone to hate someone that much when they're just voicing their opinion. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the people, you get them people a little bit in between, and they go, "Well, you kind of make sense." Yeah. If you listen exactly to what and say what he's actually saying, kind of get what he's trying to say. And you might be yeah. saying it in a wrong manner. Yeah. But then you go, "Oh, he's actually right." She, yeah. Right. He's right. it all down. You go, "He's, yeah. he's not." Well, the the, ex- the extreme things that he said. It's just an extreme. I mean, some of the things that we've just talked about now, I'm, I don't know all his stuff, but some of the things I do know, he said, he said, no one walking around with a six pack is unhappy. So they're just not. But he would, he would say he would say something really controversial. And he said the best time you have is with your with your friends or your boys. And he, and he says things that like really just go, okay, he's right about that. But yeah. there is like, you know, he is very polarizing. And also it's almost oh, like exactly. multiple seem to like him now as well while he's in prison because they're feeling sorry for him. Yeah. In a way, it's that yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen like people, you know, that oh, I didn't like Andrew Tate before, but they, he shouldn't be locked up because it's, you know, I like against his human rights at the moment because they can't prove it. I like a lot of people you don't expect them to like him. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it's just like what I won't expect. Like my missus is like, no, I agree with a lot of stuff. So how many um, how many shows have you done, Tom? Uh, we've lost count. <laughs> not lost. I've not been that like extreme person. That was like five a year and stuff like that. I've always. Is that what some people can do? Five shows a year. But some people are so desperate, right? To get like a pro card and that recognition. Okay. And they just compete, 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 and they kind of get stuck in that circuit. It is. It's a. It is a vicious little circuit. Yeah. It is very. It's strange because people then go, "Well, I need that." So what's the motivation shows you've like, done? Kai Green said to me, he goes, and that was when I'd done my last ever shot. Oh, Kai Green, sure. He went. Does the trophy make the man or the man make the trophy? And he goes, when you figure that out, then you'll know in. Yeah. And then, um, that's great. And then it's funny, the year he stopped competing and uh, Phil was back at Olympia, all the front covers of magazines were all Kai. And he's like, I'm not even at Olympia, I'm not competing. Yeah, look. Yeah, I know what I mean. And then, and then I did my last show and I was like, you know what? I, I don't need the trophies to tell me what, what I am and who I am. I don't need that. Yeah. But I think show wise, I did. A lot of my shows were like to do qualifiers and stuff because the guy who was prepping me, Eddie Abu, back in the day, you had to be worthy to get a pro card. You didn't have shows going, we're giving out nine pro cards this weekend. Well, how do you know if the stand's going to be good enough? Yeah. I mean, so you had to do, you'd have to do a regional, you'd have to do the British, then you'd have to do a finals. And, you know, you'd get to a point where you'd go, we're well, still not good enough to stand on the world stage against okay. pros. Right. You had to really grow. So political as well. The shows he put me in for, we're kind of like regimented in a way where, right, you're going to do this one, we'll say you do that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time it'd be, he'd ring me up and go like, do you feel like doing a show? It was never forced upon me to do it. Yeah. 
Like, I it wasn't like given. <laughs> and having wake up one day and it'd be like, you know, I want to start a prep now. Let's see what shows are around. Then I talked to Eddie and he wrote, right, well, you got you got the PCA here. This is a qualifier for the finals. And then from there, if you win that, then you're going to do the British. Yeah. Got to win that to go on from there. So it'd be a good challenge to go boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. The worst thing I ever did was I did a peak week into a peak week. Because it's hard to maintain that go physique at yeah, that duration of time. So the, the peak week. week is obviously where you, you're dehydrating. You're you shredding the host, right? Yeah, this is why I drink and water for a couple of days. Even the training, like everything is just depleting the body. So I did that for a week. Then I did the, the Hampshire, which I ended up winning and winning the overall. And then the week after was the British for the finals. Wow. And I was like, well, you got to do it. And I was like, I just want to eat something. Yeah. Nope. Straight back into peak week. Wow. And I was just like, I was feeling it big time. I, was, I think it's quite unhealthy as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was just not moody, tired. That's what it, people get it wrong. They go, oh, bodybuilders are so aggressive, so moody. So yeah. you just drain, you're tired, you're physically a man drained. You're depleting everything. Yeah. When you're tired, stage, you yeah. are, you're not talkative when you're tired, you're not engaging. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like people want to say stuff and you're just like, I can't, I feel it. Go away. Go away. And like, you'd always get friends and family say the wrong stuff yeah. and it would trigger you sometimes. Yeah. You're looking a lot smaller. Picture. In word. Yeah. Use word leap. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, um, so the, the first couple of local shows, I did three of them. Then I went on to WBFF, which was a big federation, and I did three of their shows. I went out to Vegas, it was my first time in America. Um, got an invite out to Vegas to compete as a fitness model, 74 guys. So this is where like the social media thing comes in as well. It all kind of, I'm a strong believer, things out for a reason. You meet people at the right time. So we went out to Vegas, um, and I went out there, Giles Crofton, the photographer. Right. I was like, we'll get some epic shots out there. Like, I'm coming along. So he come along and that, supported me, watched the show and everything. 74 guys on stage, and up winning it and getting my pro card. Wow. Really it was weird. so surreal. The stage, the cameras watching, you could see yourself on a big screen, the whole American atmosphere. Yeah. Unreal, mate. I weren't expecting it at all. Like, I've played my sort off. Yeah. That's amazing. And like, when you look at guys backstage, the trouble, this is the thing backstage as well, like, you know, birds walking by next to nothing. This should nothing. Yeah. And you're looking at guys. You're like, look at his hammies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I'm checking people out backstage and I'm like, this guy looks good. This And it was only a couple of us from the UK. Um, I was out with Justin St. Paul one year and it was just like, we're looking at all these guys and we're like, we follow these guys on social media. We look up to these guys. And now we're to be with them. And now we're with them. So now I, I won this show, uh, turned pro. Done a photo shoot on a balcony. It's a really, it's one of the pictures that shot my social media through. Really? Bent over the balcony, mm. fresh from the show, red trunks on, Vegas Street, and it's, wow, I'm peeled. And it just went viral for me with that. And, uh, oh, look at that later in bed. Jacko Debris. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why people, <laughs> and you wonder why people <laughs> pressing <laughs> your, like, uh, I've seen you seven explicit version. And then, there, there was a guy who was my screensaver at the time uh, called Jacko de Brun, South African. Mad physique. Yeah. He meshes Giles. It was like, who is this guy? And he's like, it's Tom Carmen. He's from the UK, blah, blah. So I've got to meet him. I didn't know any of this. So one day in the UK, Giles was like, look, I want you to come to a shoot. We've got a shoot. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm working. I'm still roofing. I still do roofing now. Yeah. And I was like, I'm working. I kind of go, it's in your best interest if you come to this photo shoot today. That's a bit weird. Or it might be a sponsor or something. It might be. So uh, I went I went to Nottingham and 
Jacko De Bruyne and Sergi Constance were there. Two guys who I like just admire. Looked up to you. And I was like, hi. And I was like, I'll be desperate to meet you, Tom. And I was like, it's my similar way round. Yeah. Literally, we hit it off, become friends ever since. Amazing. They helped guide me for the industry and that. There's such a satisfaction, isn't there, in, in, in you know, aspiring to people you want to be like or, or work with. And then that day happens where you end up in yeah. front of them. And actually, they admire you and look up to you as well. It's it's a really it's crazy, surreal fear. And I know people say never meet your heroes and stuff like that. The people I've met along my journey have never, ever disappointed. I've met Arnie twice. Amazing. Uh, I remember the first time, the guys were like, Tom, stay standing where you are. It was on a USN standing there. Stay standing where you are. And I was like, was out there with, trust me, stay standing where you are. I was like, what's going on? I see this crowd coming through. People were getting pushed. And I was going on, he's there. The aura of this guy now comes straight up, tripped me out of that. And I was just like, you're Arnie. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I'm dribbling. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, I know I am, mate. No worries. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, I love how you called him Arnie as well. Yeah. <laughs> One of my worst pitches ever. Yeah. Cause I, but just meeting you, I blew out. Right. I was on a roof, in on a roof, digging up the flat roof and that, and my sugar level was dropped. So I fell, smashed my head on the floor. No. Like ambulances and everything come and everything, fire brigade over Basildon and High Street, because I almost went off the edge. I've come around, and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Connor's eye. Like, you literally just blacked out. Like, you was on the floor, like, having a, sh- having a fit. Anyway, so then flew out to America, and the picture I've got of Arnie, it says, proper busted up. And I'm like, brilliant. You're looking like a great picture. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's, what's interesting about what you were saying is is that you weren't making your trophies the, the pinnacle of your uh, your being and, and I your, think your career. And it's interesting because we've heard stories about how Tyson Fury, for example, you know, trying to go for all the accolades, the WBC title, and then he wins it and then crashes and then has this huge fall. You didn't use the trophies as as that kind of peak to then be on the way down. You kind of like enjoyed the journey. Yeah. And I think there's pros and cons to that. So I've never really, I've always been like, right, next challenge. I've never sat back and appreciated the wins too much. Like with front covers. Like my parents, they love it. Look what Tom's on, look what light is. But I do it the week later, I'm focused on something else. So I don't really appreciate as much as I should. It's taken those moments, yeah. But I think, I think what you know, you mentioned about we talked about the traveling and stuff at the beginning. I think that's down to appreciating life and appreciating, you know, I would say this like how lucky we all are to wake up, breathe, be able to move and all. If you appreciate those small things, the big things that you're achieving to that look huge to people, they're just part of your everyday life. And as long as you appreciate it, ends up being that exactly, yeah. So there is, there's a fine line between taking moments and going, oh my God, I've just been on the front cover. That's amazing. And then going, right, what's on to the next thing? There's always this quote that's always stuck with me. I think it's, uh, it says, uh, don't, don't reward the result, reward the journey or the journey, yeah. the reward, something like that. And I, that kind of sticks with me. And it's just, you've got to be present in the time and just enjoy the moment as you're going. Has, has it stuck to you long enough to remember the quote? Yeah, there's so many versions. No, there's so many versions of that quote. But it's like, uh, yeah. the, the, the whole process of anything, you've got to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like building a table or whatever. It's, you know, you've got to enjoy the whole process, the entire journey. I was sitting here, I was sitting the other day. appreciate the end result. Yes, for sure. When you when you think of like how many countries there are, how many different people, and how long we're on the on the planet for, and how long we have to actually enjoy that. You know, let's say you enjoy, let's say you get to travel and enjoy your life between 20 and, you know, I don't know, 50, whatever. It's like no time at all. Like no time. It's not, no. Look at COVID. Yeah, two years, that flew by. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Quick, yeah. wasted, and you just gone. went, gone. Game over. I don't think a lot of people have taken that in consideration even. No. Not a lot of people realised how quick that went. Yeah. That was two years. That yeah. went by. That's a lot. Big, big changes happened in two years. 10, 15 years. That's flies by. Yeah. When you're younger, obviously, it doesn't, does it, when you're a kid? Yeah. I feel like you were at school forever, didn't you? Yeah. I just can't wait to get out of school. Yeah. I wish I was back at school. <laughs> I know, yeah. Now you wish that. How many um, How many shows have you won then in total? Uh, well, if you... The fact that you can't, the fact that you're thinking that, that's crazy. Yes, I sometimes amazing talking about it. Yeah. Because it, it comes across a little bit big headed and a bit like egotistical, doesn't it? Like, I, yeah. I get a little bit, I'm not like that, so I'm kind of like. You're not showing off. Yeah, you don't want to show off. I've never placed low in third at any show. Wow. Um, I, Every other show has been second or first. Wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. Mate, don't, don't, um, I was gonna say, don't, don't, don't worry about coming. You, you don't come across <laughs> at all. To someone that's like, you know, nope. no, no, but you, you've got, you know, you've got your, you've got your shit together. You look great. You know, you, you, um, yeah, you don't come across as arrogant at all. So don't worry about that. I think, keep, um, keep to know what your, um, what your weaknesses are. Like, if you would say, like, if you had to go back to the drawing board and and do things differently, what would you change to kind of improve on your weaknesses? Because only only you would know. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of um, I give myself a hard time of everything. Okay. I always building. I'm a nightmare because obviously I still do building that as well, and I will literally rip work up and do it again. Wow. Like I'm because mainly because the OCD as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mad OCD and that, but it's like I don't give myself enough praises. Right. Like and even taking compliments, I'm a little bit like, yeah, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's probably a weakness as well because sometimes, like you said, you have got to take it. If you if you took it the other way, what would happen? That's the issue. Like, would you then become that little person? That person is a bit like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking nice. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Done that. yeah, like it's a thin line, isn't it? Yeah, arrogance and confidence. Exactly. Yeah. It's having that humility and yeah. also just being humble in having that praise. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I I wouldn't change anything. What's led me to this point? People I've met, everyone I've met and done. In my entire journey, is all interlinked. Yeah, like, it's really weird. Like I said about when I was at school. Obviously, I did my it was a year early. I've gone back to doing a bit of theatre and acting now. But it's even on stage, you're performing a play, a thing. Like my posing. I don't know if you see my posing. That it's, it's it's quite theatrical. It's quite you know, yeah, formal. Quite quite like to perform that on stage. I'm yeah. scared or nervous. Like, I enjoy yeah. doing that. So that's kind of from from school to now. That's always been there. Then when I went to college, I did interior and exterior design and construction. That's what I do. And then obviously I started a, uh, a fitness brand when I did fashion. <laughs> As you do. Um, and from that, that's come back around because from doing the competing, I started a clothing line. So everything's kind of interlinked. It's crazy. It's like analyzing yeah, without realizing it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's bizarre how those things can come around and come back to you and help you out as well. And, and meeting people at certain times of your life. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like really trajectory De Bruyne, like never in a million years would I have thought he'd want to be a friend or I'd ever meet him. And at that point when I did meet him, it, it gave me that kick up the arse to then go, you know what? This is something. He appreciates me and my physique. I can get to his level. So I now want to do that show. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of propelled you forward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what's like So what's what's next for you? What, what do you think? What's something that you maybe have got? in the pipeline or, or something you haven't that you go right I'm, I've got all these different skills and attributes now in these areas and I want to set up this or what, is there any like because you seem the type of person that's 
you know, <laughs> if you achieve something, you're not going to stop. You're going to keep going, and you you're thriving off the yeah. You thrive off work. Oh, I've got a list, right? A list of of stuff I want to do, right? Um, companies, inventions, a lot. I've got so much. I started a company in lockdown. The accent yeah. fit. Yeah, started in lockdown. There's another two companies off the back of that I've started within the construction building. Um, I want to get back into the acting stuff as well. Uh, I've just applied for something else that's going to be on TV soon, which is obviously can't say again. Where obviously I'm still working full time all the time. Like I'm not embarrassed to say that I'm a builder. Yeah. Learn a trade and a skill. You can travel the world, do whatever you want, and you'll have, always have that skill and you can take it with you. Yeah. And when he first said that, I was like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like now it all makes sense. Yeah. Mate, that's so, that's so all these things and still go back. Yeah, that's that's so that's so humble. Even the fact that you're the way the way you're saying that. I mean, you know, from the outset, you've got you've got a huge fan base on social media. You've won all these shows. You know, you look great. You travel the world, and you're like, and I'm a builder, and I love it. And it's like most people, if you don't want me saying, most people probably wouldn't even admit that. It's like it's crazy. We would say like, yeah. people are almost a little bit embarrassed in this day and age to admit they work. Yeah, they got a real job. Yeah, like. Yeah, not being everyone's got bills to pay. Yeah. The bills to pay. Yeah. I, it is what it is. But like I did, I genuinely enjoy doing what I do. Yeah, I love building. I think that's really inspiring because there's there's a polarization between like, okay, someone someone's go, I got to do this to get really rich, or I got to do this to become super famous, for example. When looking at you know, obviously you don't know your life set day to day, but look at your life set in terms of what you just mentioned. But wait, there you you've got you're kind of you've got almost the best of both in a weird way kind of doing everything it's kind of it's not about doing it yeah it's not so much you're doing everything but you could you could go online tomorrow and post a picture and it get you know stupid amount of views it does. and then and, it, and then it work. and then you go off to work and lift it yeah. and lift it and do you mean it's like that's yeah. crazy I, I, I've trained with a lot of boxers back home in Wales and you know they're, they're professional boxers and some of them have the potential to be world champions so I'm looking at them going got like crazy potential and they're like yeah I've just finished work I've just been on the building site I've just been this, I've been that. And it's like, I was in bodybuilding is the guys who end up being like serious bodybuilders, incredible physiques, have kind of all come back from a working background. They've all right. full-time jobs okay. in construction or an actual, when he came was a police officer. Yeah. And Terry was in the building trade. A lot of these guys have had that background where they know, you know what, I've got to work. Yeah. Yeah. They appreciate that it. mindset and yeah. that that focus and it becomes a hobby yeah, and something you enjoy yeah. at the same time so it's yeah it's healthy to to have you can juggle it like a little bit oh i don't know how you can do that you can't you can't yeah like i'm i'm a nightmare sometimes i'm like i ain't got time you have everyone's got time yeah how you yeah i speak to a friend of mine the other day a girl and she said um she said what are you doing i said well i'm watching a film i'm doing a bit of writing as well and and i was and i'm updating my notes and she was like oh she said, she's sitting in front of you, she's like, oh, men, 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 men can multi, you're one of the men that can multitask or something. And um, I was just like, yeah, so I do that all the time. I was always doing, always, always updating stuff, always doing stuff. So, so I think it's always good to have your hand in quite a few different things. As long as you're focused and you know. In like, this day and age, I think you need to have your fingers in a lot of pies. 100%. And I find it funny when you see these, these TikToks and I normally run up to a sports car and that. What do you do for a living, man? Oh, yeah. Go, why is that a window? <laughs> I would love a window to come down one day and may go, I wear my fucking arse off. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. As simple as that. Doesn't matter what I do, I work for it. You want it, for it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, that's how I've been brought up in a sense. And like, if I've ever wanted something to my parents, and I don't work for it. Yeah. My first job was, I was 13. 
was a I was a porter, a bellboy at a hotel, running luggage to their room and that. <laughs> that's that was my first job. And then when I was at college and that, I was in, in Sainsbury's behind the old deli counter. Oh yeah. Carving up meat and that and I've worked in yeah, I've worked in some strange places. I've never hated any of my jobs. That's so far as enjoyed it. But it's led you to to this. So you've got a real uh, you've got a real passion for work. In in general, like work yeah. ethic, and if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's not like okay, if I'm just if I've got to do this crappy job, I'm not just gonna do it for money. I'm gonna actually put my effort into it and time into it. And obviously, if you're what you're doing as well, I think you're 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 thriving off these different industries. You're gonna go and lift a heavy chunk of bricks on one day, but you're also gonna be creative in the evening. It's mental, like because <laughs> you're playing both sides of your brain. That work. <laughs> I can kind of turn things into a workout when yeah, I'm right, yeah. just, it's, it's a weird... Yeah, yeah. Does it sap your energy? Nah, because it's kind of like you see something and you go, it's it's a challenge. So like, I'll be like, right, okay. I've got to get all these tiles up there by 12 o'clock. Let's go. Right. right. And I'm okay. zoned in. Yeah. And if I lift them in the right way, I'm actually getting yeah. a bit of work. Yeah. It becomes, yeah. And and what's also a thing as well is, obviously, is that a lot of youngsters on sign have those. I'm also like, who will lift more than you? Making that fun makes time go by. Time go quicker. Yeah. Second, you get stuck in with anything, yeah, that's it, boom, done. You got more time yeah. to do something else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's great. Um, thank you so much, man, for coming on. It's been it's been, it's been yeah. great. It's been I'd great. Love to come back, we'll chat some. Yeah, more. and you seem like a real. You just seem. Yeah. You seem like a real, like real man that just gets on with stuff and just doesn't like. Yeah, no, <laughs> a real friend. No, but you just seem like. I know it sounds stupid to say that because it shouldn't be. It should just be the norm. But a real man that just gets on with stuff and, and, and you're enjoying it. You say it should be the norm. It, it's such a strange society nowadays. It's, yeah. It's weird to see a madman. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's lost, yeah. yeah. It's like we, we went out to um, uh, Park Road, went to that Batman. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were sat on a train. And I'm, I'm not being judgmental or anything. Like I used to do, I, not, I really couldn't care less. But I was sitting there and I was looking up and down the train and I was like, I'm the only man there. I'm on it. Yeah. Like, you can see the. I go to the gym, I'm a builder, I'm, you know, yeah. a little bit scruffy, whatever, like, but everyone else is a little bit too, right, man. Like, like, cared about what they was wearing and even how they were sitting and I would be looking at them. Crew just sit down, I'm like that. Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen that picture that everyone started posting um, recently where it's like, you know, monkey, caveman, man, and then it's a picture of Sam Smith and it's the guy <laughs> in that outfit and it's the guy turning back and saying, he's, he said, just, it says turn around, we yeah, fucked up, yeah. and it's like there's something quite like meaningful in yeah. that, and like wow, okay, where where are we go? That's quite a powerful yeah. message. Yeah. yeah, it's quite. Do you see it now? Another five years. What's gonna happen? Yeah. All these yeah. people who there's a lot of yeah. topics that we could that we could go into here because yeah. 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 it could be upsets. You can so many things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it for the next one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But, upset to uh, and it's cool that you want to get into acting and uh, you know we're obviously in the industry so you know we've got a, a whole list of people that we want to work oh man the, the people we're meeting through this podcast and working with and even finding out I've sat down with like people for two hours and, and then not find out you know find out later oh they're interested in acting all this and that it's so it's such a good experience for us to meet these people you know we've been up and trained with Eddie Hall and Martin's become a good friend and you know quite a few of the boxes the thing is, is, is it's one of them things it's in platforms where you kind of start sieving through the shit almost. Yeah, yeah, real and people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People who then turn around because some people will look at you and they go, mm, "I'm not going to waste my time now." Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, just yeah. want to chat. Yeah. It's everyone should get along. Do you know what the people? Exactly. The but people, it's what people think they're going to yeah. get out of it. People that are saying yes to coming on are the people that 
have done a, just a tiny bit on us and gone, oh yeah, they look ni- like nice guys. We'll go and chat with them. We've had small guests. I've reached out to small guests, and they've gone, oh no, you're you know you're you're you're, you're not the right demographic, or you know this. And I'm like, you're you're tiny sorry like you're just someone that we want to challenge for a different conversation people are people um, they're, they're here yeah in fact they're they're really, they're really everyone's human everyone's <laughs> normal you know yeah. and it's like it's crazy and it's just the beauty of just having a conversation and uh and it's touching on those topics that people want to hear and yeah, people are scared in they? Yeah. they're afraid they're to say something yeah. just in case yeah. they get that backlash of yeah. it is what it is there we go joe think oh, these are good advice i mean i use that all right amazing tom amazing. coleman thank you so much man it's been a pleasure